Welcome to the Almost 30 Space. space at a time. My name is Nash at Nash Speaks Live on Instagram, and I am so happy that you and I are getting ready to talk about this episode in the Almost 30 space. I This was a part of the original season two lineup. Uh, wasn't supposed to air until 2022, Lord willing, we all make it to 2022. And I just was doing some reflection and it's like oh gosh no this this has got to get out before the year's over so I'm really excited about it I don't know what what a recording artist feels like when they write something and then they're able to you know get the chorus and the verses and the bridge and all of that and then they add the instruments and layer in the vocals and all that stuff but I just feel really excited about this uh, which just will be a two-part series Um, this two-part episode series on uh, me almost turning 30 The world makes it such a big deal when you turn 30 and you are supposed to do this and you're supposed to do that. And we'll get into all of the ins and outs of today's episode. But before I do, I just want to give a shout out to everyone who listened to last week's episode in the Go Easy On Me space. All right. Seems to be hitting a chord and striking a familiar, I guess, encounter that many of us are having when it comes to choosing just the different kind of conversations and interactions we're having in the holiday season. And as a follow-up to me sharing that, uh, you know, that metaphor that Oprah Winfrey had shared about climbing the mountain and layering and the lyrics from easy on me by Adele, it came up on my YouTube, like recommended things that Oprah Winfrey, she was doing this like two minute reflection on her conversation with Adele when she had that one-on-one with her that was on CBS, didn't watch the full thing, have seen excerpts of it, but she went to say how when she was having that conversation with Adele, the biggest thing that she essentially took away from Adele's messaging and uh, using music as her muse is that Adele chose herself, you know, in order for her to really choose happiness and to choose the life that she really wants, she had to choose herself first and all of the other things kind of came after. And I was like, oh, that's exactly what I was doing when I was like, um, I don't think you should be trying to <laughs> dictate and say and manipulate all of these things. So choosing yourself is something that can be a little tricky to navigate and it can be hard. And, it, and it's all a part of the whole self-care and building boundaries and making them and making them very clear and ensuring that we're communicating them very clear. So no matter what, always just get to the point where you can happily choose yourself and not have to explain it to a single person. Okay, now let's talk about today's episode. (laughs) So I am going to be turning 30 at the top of 2022, Lord willing. And I am super excited about embracing a brand new decade, a brand new year of life, but uh, closing out a decade of my 20s. 
when I look back on my 20s, I really did have beyond a fulfilled life. I mean, it, I've seen so much of the world. I've seen so much of myself. Um, I've learned a lot. I failed a lot. I failed some more. Uh, I came back. I came back some more. Just the highs, the lows, and I think just the biggest reflection on in all of it is I'm just so thankful that this is my story. And I'll get a little bit more into that next week. But it's very interesting. I just want to talk through some different talking points. I've titled today's episode or the subtitle of it is the first 15. And no, I'm not going to be reflecting on the first 15 years of my life, even though they were interesting, I would say, uh, maybe at another time, I will go more into detail. The first 15 years, um, they weren't the best, but they weren't the worst. They were something I'm probably still processing and working through. However, that was when I found my affinity for travel and my love for just exploration. And I, in in all of that exploration, I'm always looking and reading things for the show here. And I found this awesome article on entrepreneur.com. It talks about the 29 things you should do before you're 30. And I just wanted to share them with you because I think the world always puts the status quo on what exactly I should do and be before I'm 30. And I don't necessarily agree with everything, but some things I do agree with and some things I have done, some things I haven't. I don't think that when you hit 30, you should say, oh, okay, I'm 30 now. So that means I should have A, B, C, X, Y, and Z. Those things are all subject to change and it's all subject to your environment. I mean... I was traveling and working around the world for years. So the fact that I don't own my own home right now is pretty much okay with me because I understand that I'm I'm starting and restarting from a different line point than maybe someone who's been landlocked for years and um, vice versa. You know, just run your race, be focused on your race. And I'm really excited about um, just sharing some of these things that are in this article. So the first thing is probably something going to be a little controversial. I have mixed feelings about it. Um, the first thing listed on this lesson, of course, as I always do with any resource that I share with you here on the show, I will be leaving it in today's Unbox Goods in the episode description. And you can feel free to click and read all along, but don't read ahead too far because I'm using going to be using the second half of this list for next week. So <laughs> just stay with the top 15. But the first thing on the list that it says that you yeah, have you know, 29 things you should do before you're 30. Again, entrepreneur.com says the first thing is attend college. Now, how do you feel about attending college? I am not a, uh, I'm not a, a pro or an anti-college person. I think you should do whatever you feel is your next best step. For a lot of us, it was going to college and going to university. Some of us went not knowing what we were going to do, what we were going to study, how it was going to turn out, if we were going to graduate all of those things I've actually talked through in the, the section of the first part of the first book that I will be releasing. It literally it talks about kind of my final year in college, not all of the, the four, but it talks about my final year. And there were just a, a number of things that I really needed to just put to rest and leave there in the manuscript. And I'm just like, OK, I'm free now. But it says getting bogged down with student loans is definitely a concern. Of course, who wants to pay thousands of dollars of debt or who wants to who wants to get into, into thousands of dollars of debt for a piece of paper? But it says, however, college provides priceless experiences like meeting new friends. Yeah. OK, but I'm still I, I'm not 
I, I'm not really friends with the people I, I made friends with in college, with the exception of maybe like three or four people. Getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah, that's true. And learning skills that will help you land a sweet job. Mm, debatable. And most employment rules require this. Yeah, true as well. Graduating will also give you a leg up on other people applying for a job. Eh, you know, like my, I have loved ones who didn't go to college. They wound up going to trade schools or they wound up taking up just other things or just going to work full time. And hey, if that's your thing, that's your thing. I don't think everyone needs to go to college to be successful. I don't think that the college degrees require it. But according to this list, it says it's something that you should at least, and it says, attend college so it doesn't really say graduating that last line did but it doesn't really say graduating so it's just attend college but there's my two cents the next one i'm really a fan of it says you should learn to cook for yourself there's nothing quite as rewarding as making a home-cooked meal and receiving compliments from friends and family now i i don't know who's coming nobody comes to my house to eat and eat for dinner except for next week my, my twin's coming down, and I'm really excited to host him and have him here. Twin, I'm getting some things all, you know, prepared for you. Got some surprises in store. Uh, but the one of the things I'm looking forward to uh, with having my twin here is, well, two things. One, um, he's actually going to be the first person to get a preview of my manuscript uh, that I've been working on just relentlessly. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, I'm just like, whew. I cannot wait for this thing to come out into the world, but he'll be getting a preview of that. So I'm ready for him to just get, I'm wanting to get his just honest, candid readership feedback, especially as a literary mind that he has, but I'm excited to cook and hear what he's got to say. Uh, because you know, Val, I'm going to throw down and make my 14 cheese macaroni and cheese. So get ready. Uh, but besides cooking uh, your own food, uh, it ensures that you stay happy and healthy for the rest of your life since it always includes fresh ingredients. But overall, it can be a fun hobby, which I think cooking is a hobby. I love it. You don't have to become a gourmet cook unless you want to. Think simple, straightforward, and healthy meals. And I do for the most part. When I cook, it's, it's simply straightforward and healthy. But other than that, you know. The next thing it says, to know your family history. So this gives you a chance to sit down and talk with your parents, your grandparents, your aunts, your uncles, while they're still in your life. Also, you may be able to learn about a new culture and even plan a visit to where your family originated from. Now, I was thinking about this recently because I don't really know the nitty gritty like core roots of my family history. I know of what has been said, but you know, now that we live in this era where you can get DNA tests and you can kind of see like the, the actual ancestral roots, that's something I would really love, 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 love to do. Uh, but this was actually inspired the other day I was looking at Phoenix and I was just like, are you sure you are like a full blue healer, like pure Australian cattle dog? I feel like you might be mixed with something else, like some Kelpie or some, uh, other Australian breed and uh, I was looking at DNA tests for dogs and then that's what made me think about oh maybe I should get one for myself so I don't know maybe we'll do that in the new year uh, we'll trace both of our roots and we'll share them with you here on the show that'll be a fun episode the other thing now that's on this list I don't really know how I feel about this one because I'm not big on long distance running as I was in 
a previous time in my life when I was younger, uh, when I ran cross country and I ran track, I was all about it. But my right knee started kind of absorbing some unfavorable results from all that running. My knee is fine now and everything is good. Nothing has to be replaced. But uh, I scaled back on the running for that. But it does say that, you know, one of the things you do before you're 30 is you should run a marathon. Uh, because essentially it's just one of those quote unquote epic milestones. I don't need to have that milestone. I don't need to brag about a marathon. I listen, being able to sustain long distance flights, those are marathons within itself. And that is all I am taking to the bank with me to cash. (laughs) Uh, And I've spoken with you about this when we had Dr. J on in season one, talking about health and wellness And I've just been sharing just little tidbits of my own, you know, journey together with you. Uh, But this next one on the list is to start a workout routine. And I think that is extremely, extremely, extremely key. And let me just pause right here in the middle of the episode. I know that this list says 20 things you should do before you're 30. I would say these are probably things that you should be open to consider at any stage in your life. It just so happens that this one's about being 30 and I'm turning 30. But if you're not 30 or maybe you're 18, you're 19 and you're like, oh, well, goodness, that's 10 years from now. Uh, These are things that maybe you could be open to or maybe you're in your 50s and you're like, you know what? Well, 30 might be past me, but I got 60 coming or maybe you're 60. You got 70 coming. These are all things that we can all be open to. But it says the sooner you start working out, the better chance you have in maintaining a set routine for the rest of your life. It should go without saying that exercise, of course, it will control your weight, your mood. It decreases your stress and prevents many negative health conditions and diseases. And I would definitely double click on that mood and decrease the stress. I have found working out to be one of those mainstay, just guiding must haves every day. There's three things I must do every day. I must always have my devoted time with the Lord and get clear direction from him, especially when it comes to my mouth. And praying that my words are always seasoned with salt and I'm being gracious with all in whom I'm interacting with. Secondly is making sure that that delay brew setting was put into play on my coffee pot before I go to sleep. So when I wake up in the morning, I got my coffee. And the third thing is working out and uh, working out is something that I really embrace a lot more this year in 2021. I've you know, I've told you I do the beach body on demand and I did morning meltdown 100. I've done T20. I've done lift four. I've done the work, the prep. I'm now doing 645, which is by Amolia uh, Caesar. So working through a lot of the different programs and a lot of the different uh, plans. And it's just great to just have that time. And you maybe you're like me and you're like, you know what, Nash, like, I don't have a lot of time to work out. You can find now in this era, I mean, gosh, you can find like 10 minute hit workouts, 15 minute hit workouts, 20 minute work. It's just doing something, you know, something to just kind of keep you moving and keep you motivated. And I think as we're always kind of thinking, using exercise as a tool about thinking about the future, the other thing on this list it talks about is starting to save. And I think this is great because it talks about, you know, it's never too early to, t- to think about your retirement. Now, I view retirement in different ways. Uh, I see retirement as doing something that you love. And so if you happen to be in a job that you really, really love and you just want to keep doing it, I don't know, maybe you might not retire. Maybe you will. Maybe you'll just do less of it or maybe you'll help out, you know, here and there. 
But I see retirement as doing something you love, not something that, um, you know, where you're just like sitting around doing nothing. But of course, you know, I've worked with a number of retired individuals whom enjoy using that time to travel. I think that 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 is a good thing to look forward to with retirement. However, I just remembered, I don't remember, gosh, I was in my mid twenties. I had to be mid twenties when I went to Australia for the first time, mid early twenties, I was somewhere in there. And I remember when we went to the, to the great barrier reef and we were getting our kind of pseudo physical before we were signing the consent forms. And I just remembered that there were so many older individuals who were there on that boat wanting to go down in the reef and they were like not medically cleared and I just remembered like looking at them and then looking at myself and it just was like man they waited all this time just to come here and they can't even get in they can't even get the scuba gear on to get down into the water to see it from that perspective okay that's not going to be me so if you're waiting till you retire to travel, I encourage you not to because you never know what limitations you might have the older that we all are getting and gaining. But um, also, it doesn't mean that when you get to retirement age, whatever that is, I guess it's always changing. It just seems like it's going up, 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 up. Whatever that age might be, you never know what's waiting for you. So this next one is pretty funny, especially if you're a wine drinker. And if you're one of my favorite 19 year olds listening today, I hope you're not taking notes on this one because you're not you're not you're not of legal age to drink. So put the wine bottle down. But this one says improve your wine knowledge. It says as you get older, you're going to be invited to more events where wine will be served. So you won't be so you don't want to be intimidated. While it doesn't mean that you have to become a sommelier, you should, however, learn the basics like general wine and food pairings or how to properly open a bottle of wine. I don't even drink wine, this author says, and I could tell you a lot about it. I don't drink wine, and I could tell you a lot about it. And it's not because I went on this link, and there's a link on this under under this one that says where you can learn the basics of wine and, and study wine. You know, my undergraduate degree is in hospitality management. I don't know if I've ever shared that with you here on the show. Uh, but yeah, I was a hospitality management major, and wine was a huge portion of my coursework and study. So I learned a lot just by byproduct of my major, you know, uh, occupational hazard, I guess is what we can call it. Uh, I always tell people I didn't get a degree in hospitality just so I could drink wine in public without people looking at me weird. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if you're if you're someone who drinks. I stopped drinking um, about seven years ago, just very various reasons. And uh, I just, you know, I just I, I've seen what it's done to people. I lost a lot of friends uh, professionally because of it and, or I sh should say acquaintances really, because don't I'm, I'm learning the word friend uh, means something different than I what we loosely kind of say amongst each other in conversation. But yeah, improving your wine knowledge if you want, it's there for you. And speaking of friend and, and using it loosely and rightly, the next thing on this list says that we should always find our BFF. It's funny about friendship. And I, I really like what this author says. When you are younger, everyone is your friend. Would you agree with that? I would I would agree with that. I would say everybody was my friend. I was like, yeah, my friend up the street. My mom asked me, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to the to my friend's house. What friend? My, my friend up the street. Oh, everyone's your friend. But as you get older, however, you realize you only really need a handful of friends. And that most important friend is your bestie. You know, 
person who knows everything about you and is still friends with you. Find a quality friend whom you enjoy and remember that friendships require effort. They do. It, it takes two. Uh, put the time in so you have this important stabilizer in your life. The next one that we are going to be unboxing together is landing your dream job. And I think with the with the with the land with the landscape of how the world is and how especially at least in the United States how quote unquote short staffed the country is right now this is the this is the golden opportunity to go chase and pursue whatever dream job it is that you want to have you find it secure it and thrive um finding your cause is also this is also a good opportunity i think i was listening to carrie newhoff's leadership podcast and andy stanley's uh leadership podcast i kind of dovetail the two and they were speaking about how millennials really were the first generation in the workforce to be a values decision making workforce base uh which wasn't seen previously in workspaces so my generation we were the were the ones like um oh my goodness there are so many plastic straws in the ocean. What is your what is, what is the company's position on this? We need a statement. And, you know, that's just how our generation's been. I think we've seen this a lot, especially when it comes to the social justice movement, uh, where a lot of companies are issuing statements. We stand behind X, Y, and Z. We stand behind A, B, and C. Um, and it's great to see that and, and to see how the companies are aligned or, or where they stand or where they take their stand. But I, but before millennials were in the workforce, that was never a thing. And so it's so it, when it goes back to finding your dream job, I think in finding your dream job, a lot of at least millennials, I can only speak for myself or my generation, but I'm not speaking for the whole generation. It's just from my perspective, we're looking for opportunities that not only are going to be our dream job, but also going to be aligned with our values. And that is what, and that is how I think we'll find our cause and doing good for others, which also makes us stronger and more well-rounded, uh, more well-rounded human beings. Uh, this next one says the rage at a music festival. I don't know about that. Um, have I been to a music festival? Yeah, I've actually, I've been to a couple of music festivals. They're okay. I don't. I don't think I need to go rage at the music. I was watching an episode of Touch by an Angel the other night. Yeah, for someone to be so busy, he's got time to watch Touch by an Angel. And uh, what was it? The angel was the angel took the the drugs and was supposed to be with the assignment. Who was also on the drugs, and they both were drugged out, and they were druggy druggy, and they were just getting it on. I mean, they weren't getting it on like like getting it on on but they were gosh i can't even dig myself out of this one anyway they were just dancing and having a good time there we go all right hello happy holidays <laughs> so uh yeah there we go uh rage at the music festival this one this next one on the list i absolutely love because it's personally one of my favorites and that's writing a story because that's what i'm doing right now and it's saying that if you write a story it can boost your creativity help develop your writing and in a day and era where people are texting and tweeting, that kind of creativity and niche could be a soon lost art, according to this article. But I don't think it will be. I think we'll have a lot of people writing stories. Getting and staying organized is on this list. Stop smoking is what it says you should do. Um, I never joined the smoking movement. I don't even think I tried. No, I didn't even I didn't even try to puff a joint. I remembered um, 
because I was a runner and I was an athlete, like I played basketball, I was boxing, I did boxing, I ran cross country. I was very, very scared I was going to damage my lungs if I smoked. So I never smoked. Yeah, I had a little sip, but you know, I wouldn't, I, I just, I, I was like, oh, I don't want to touch that one. So it says stop smoking. And my last one here uh, for today's episode is going to be, it says indulging yourself in luxury at least once. And I got a funny story for you about a conversation I had with a loved one recently. So it says that it doesn't mean that you should have max out your credit cards, which we should not be doing. That is not the wisest of decisions. Um, but it does mean that you should enjoy the finer things every now and then, such as eating at an exclusive restaurant or purchasing a luxury item like a Gucci bag. I don't know why I would need a Gucci bag. You're not going to worry about my black behind buying a Gucci bag. I don't know Gucci. I don't know anything about Gucci. Didn't Gucci just come out with a movie or something? Isn't Lady Gaga playing in a Gucci movie or something? I don't know. I saw excerpts of something kind of run through a news feed. Haven't had much time to really double click on stuff. But it will help you save and budget for the future purchases that you want to experience. And your product will last for years. Uh, don't be that person that always has to have the best and spend away your real money for the future. But do make a splurge at least once. It will also motivate you in the future and push you for better. Now, I'm going to tell you an interesting story. So I have a loved one who is a huge Jets fan, uh, New Jersey Jets. Well, I guess they're really the New York Jets, but they play in Jersey. So I'm calling them the Jersey Jets because we say the New York Giants. And let's be real. No one's really rooting for the Jets right now. Or, I mean, I'm not rooting for the Giants either because they're in the NFC East. But praise the Lord. So I have a loved one who's a Jets fan. And... Uh, the Jets played the Eagles recently, and of course, the Eagles did win, and I was actually in Philly the day that we won, and I was with my grandfather in Philly, and we were both celebrating, and we were uh, getting on this particular loved one who is a Jets fan and who needs to repent for his sins, but we won't go there. But anyway, um, he sent me, uh, this loved one sent me a text message and said, uh, may the trash talking begin, you know, Jets versus Eagles coming up on Sunday. And so I took a picture, I just cleaned off uh, Phoenix's car cover seat uh, that I have in my car and it happens to be an Eagles one and he's like oh that looks so nice I, I said oh you know I just cleaned this you know you your text came right in time they said oh this looks so nice uh, what is that is that Louis Vuitton I'm like well, why does it matter if it's Louis Vuitton I mean why would I even put a dog on a Louis Vuitton car seat like I don't whatever y'all can have the luxury keep it simple and easy for me Anyway, uh, these are just some of the things that it says that, you know, you should do before you're 30. And I'm really excited to continue the conversations on some of the things because we're going to get into some things like traveling and going to the outdoors, enjoying reading, doing things like singing in public. Oh, there's so much. I don't want to give too much away, but we're going to resume all of that next week. And then I have a real treat for you coming up. I said in the season two trailer that this season we were going to be talking about eating disorders and very, very soon I will be sharing a very candid and honest and God glorifying conversation I had with a very good friend of mine whom I worked with in a former life and had no idea that they were struggling uh, with an eating or excuse me with disordered eating as they have so eloquently corrected me many a time and I'm still saying the wrong thing so as they struggled with disordered eating I had no idea and really 
y'all. Oh goodness, it's going to be such such a blessing to you. So just stay tuned. This week, the upcoming weeks, I know the holidays are here and we're amongst family and all of that good stuff. Uh, don't worry, the URC space is always available. Nash Village, you enjoy your family, you enjoy yourselves. But until we resume our conversations, I want you to remember this one thing. Got it. You are cubed. Stay free, my friend. And Phoenix and I, we will see you next week. Bye.